Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Jobs Friday, stocks higher. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all advancing. S&P up 15 to 24.24, up 6 tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials up 93, up 4 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up 63, up by 1%. Gold down 14.10 the ounce now to 12.09, lower by 1.2%. The 10-year down 7.30 seconds, yield there 2.39%. West Texas Intermediate Crude down 2.8% to $44.23 a barrel on WTI. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you so much, Charlie Pellet. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Master, Corey Johnson right here on Bloomberg Radio, 1148 in the Bay Area and 248 on Wall Street. The following is from Bloomberg View. Opinions and commentary from Bloomberg columnists. I'm Ramesh Panuru, a columnist for Bloomberg View. During the campaign, President Trump promised to provide tax relief for parents, but he hasn't quite figured out how to translate that promise into legislation. The campaign said he would provide a tax deduction for child care costs and that stay-at-home parents would also get the deduction. What Trump has right is that parents pay too large a share of the tax burden. But a deduction would be worth much more to the affluent than to the middle class and almost nothing to the working poor. A better solution would be expanding the tax credit for children. The amount of the credit, now $1,000 per child, should be raised. It should also be applied against payroll taxes, not just income taxes. This plan would help both one-earner and two-earner families. Parents could devote the money to commercial child care, finance a shift away from full-time work for one parent, save for education, or relieve the cost of taking a leave for an infant. It would be their choice, as it should be. I'm Ramesh Paneru. For more view, please go to BloombergView.com or view Go on the Bloomberg Terminal. This has been Bloomberg View. And Bloomberg View commentaries can be heard every weekday at this time, also at 5.48 a.m., 8.48 a.m., and 11.48 a.m. Wall Street time right here on Bloomberg Radio. Gus Boucher joins us right now as the chief economist at PNC with a look at the jobs report today and what it might mean for the Fed. And Gus, uh, strong numbers across the board, but I wonder when you look at the details of this report, uh, where do you see uh, things that interest you? Um, well, wage growth was still a little bit soft, 0.2%, 2.5% year over year. Uh, given that we're eight years into the expansion, we'd like to see stronger wage growth at this point, and, and I think we will later this year. Um, another Wait a minute. We have been talking about this for years already. As I mentioned earlier, I went back to a story two years ago, and they're like, what's going on with wage growth? How come the job market's tight? What's it going to take? Um, you know, I think it's going to take uh, more months of job growth of around 150000 per month. Uh, I think, you know, when I talk with business people, they are trying to hire. They're finding it difficult to do so. Uh, I think they just need to be convinced that if they do hire people at higher wages, that the demand is going to persist. I, I think that is the case. And so, uh, you know, eventually they're going to be forced to raise pay because all their employees, employees will be leaving to go somewhere else. Uh, that's the theory. That hasn't happened. <laughs> well, when, except, when do we need know, a new if, theory? If we, look at, if we look a few years ago, you know, wage growth was, was a little bit below 2%. So it's kind of stalled out over the past year, but it, it is up from a few years ago. 
So as you look through the uh, the report, I think one of the things that's interesting to me that in the uh, in the information category of, of employment, uh, we've seen uh, job losses going back uh, at least seven quarters, seven months, I should say, um, uh, and and or six months, I should say. I'm looking at a six month uh, running average of about uh, even three month running average of negative seven thousand jobs. That you would seem to think that that's a place where we see a lot of additional jobs coming into the economy. Um, you know, that's kind of an interesting mix. That includes, like, old-line publishers, and so it includes newspapers and, and print media and things like that. So I think that there's right. some softness there that's offsetting Ouch. some of the, the gains that we're seeing in, in other more high-tech industries. It's hitting a little close to home, as I'm just saying. Wait, wait, what happened? What happened? Journalists <laughs> losing jobs. That's what's in that number. I, I did see that number. That that kind of freaks me out a little bit. Um, I, I mean, Gus, when you analyze the economy and we talk about automation increasingly creeping into areas that we thought would never happen thanks to machine learning and uh, AI, artificial intelligence and so on. Um, you know, what do you see when you look into your crystal ball? Um, you know, I see, although that uh, creates problems in the economy, it also creates opportunities. So uh, that type of, of automation does make workers more productive over time, so that should help boost standards of living. You know, it's, it's an age-old issue where we have job losses in one industry that's subject to automation, but then we have job gains in other industries that benefit from, from higher income. So it does create problems in the economy. It does create churn in the economy. It dis, uh, creates dislocation. And the question is, is how do we help people who are hurt by these changes and technology, uh, you know, while other people are able to get ahead because of improving technology. Um, going forward here, I mean, are there things that uh, do you see any effect from the? I'm trying to say this in a charitable way. The slow uh, progress that the Trump administration is trying to make from a policy standpoint, whether it's tax cuts or uh, health care or anything else. Um, you know, what we can say is that the underlying fundamentals of the economy still look pretty solid. So we have solid job growth. We have wage growth, although it's, it's disappointing, it's still positive. Um, and so consumers have more money to spend, and that should continue to push the economy forward. It would be nice to get some benefits from fiscal stimulus in terms of tax cuts. It would be even better to have tax reforms that allow workers to be more productive over time, that boost corporate profits. We'll see if we can get that. But I think that even if we don't get, uh, you know, re- relief from the government, I still think that the fundamentals of the economy are enough to keep the expansion moving forward. Okay. So what's the thing that keeps you up at night when you look at uh, the economic outlook? Um, you know, uh, the international picture, certainly, uh, although the global economy is doing better. Uh, you know, there, there are questions about the, the Trump administration's approach to trade. Are we going to have a global trade war? And then what is the Federal Reserve going to do? Uh, are they going to raise rates too quickly? Alternatively, are they going to act too slowly and then inflation gets out of control and then they need to raise rates quickly? So, um, you know, I, I think that there are big risks to the, both the upside and the downside right now. Uh, but I think that the good news is, is that, you you know, absent a major mess up in policy, I think that we can continue to to continue to expand at the, at the pace we've been going for the past few years. Do you get worried that Janet Yellen could be replaced next year? Um, you know, I think Chair Yellen has done a very good job, but I am hopeful that whoever uh, President Trump decides to nominate to replace her, if he if he does go down that route, uh, will also continue to do a good job. But, you know, I think there are a number of good candidates out there who would appeal to President Trump. And, and so, um, you know, until we get somebody, uh, you know, that isn't one of my chief concerns right now. And that was a very diplomatic answer. 
Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> That's not my specialty. No. Um, I, I, uh, I wonder, though, if you see anything in this uh, this report that might uh, accelerate uh, the Fed. You know, the Fed was um, uh, doing some pretty aggressive fence sitting. It's more like fence yoga in their in their in their minutes. Uh, out sort of uh, uh, really trying to avoid a lot of the data that wasn't supporting their case. And I wonder what you think today's uh, employment numbers uh, tell us that make it let the Fed do what it wants to do. Um, you know, when I look at today's employment numbers, I think they, they reinforce the case that the job market is in very good shape and that if we're not at full employment, we're, we're getting there pretty darn quickly. Uh, given that, I think that this kind of solidifies the view that the Fed is set to start reducing their balance sheet. Uh, they'll make that announcement at the September meeting, and that will start October 1st. Uh, so let's put it this way. There's nothing in this report that dissuades me from that view that the Fed will start to reduce its balance sheet in the fall. Hey, just Quickly, 30 seconds, Gus. Uh, any stress that you're seeing in our financial system or markets right now? Um, you know, certainly we're concerned about equity prices and whether they've gotten a little bit ahead of themselves. But generally, I think the financial system is, is, is in some pretty good shape. Wow. Some Let's hope so. I'm all for it. Yeah, me too. All right. Gus, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Gus Fauché, uh, Chief Economist over at PNC Financial Services Group, uh, on the phone from Pittsburgh. Yeah, some optimism. You can certainly see it playing out, uh, Corey, in the equity markets. I'm going to just take yeah, a, a little bit of a tick up in the equity markets today. And, yeah, why not? If the numbers are going to be this good from employment, maybe it means people will spend. Are you are you spending money? Are you Constantly. redoing that beige apartment that's just beige really? everywhere? Yes, yeah. I've, I've made some, some minor improvements here, yes. So a little happy, less beige. So happy to hear.